welcome back to Soul Food No Tea. I'm your host, Latricia Nicole. And I'm Siobhan W. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so, on episode 11, we are going to be discussing taking the limits off, removing the limits. And it's kind of a continuation of the last episode. Um, creating your own narrative. Yeah. So let's get into it, by the way. Yes, ma'am. So taking the limits off. So what do we mean by taking the limits off? And who are we taking the limits off, and why are we doing it? Right. Um, yeah, I think um, taking the limits off will be removing like the um our own fears uh, are the things that we allow to hold ourselves back, not the things that other people may try to um, impose to hold you back. Um, just our thoughts and our actions that might be limiting our own success, especially as women. I think that's, that's probably what we can relate to most because, I mean, we've only been women our whole lives, right? Uh, well, females, you know, we weren't born grown. Man, I was born yeah. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a girl, and then I grew into womanhood. <laughs> I've been a woman. <laughs> so you came out here first, head first. Right. Head first is grown. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I think um, Siobhan and I were discussing this in a text message a few weeks ago. Um, how sometimes as women um like it's easy for us to point out other people that are trying to um stop us from growing or other people's actions that interfere with us growing but we don't always address um how we limit ourselves like with our thoughts or the out most of the time our actions but of course our thoughts manifest into actions right mm -hmm. um so for me taking the limits off will be um, being mindful of my thoughts, being mindful of the conversations I'm having, being mindful of the things that I'm allowing to manifest um, in my life that would limit me from growing as a person. Because, um, you know, I've always been a woman, but <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, so, <laughs> so that's what it is for me. Uh, what do you think, Siobhan? For me, like, when I say, um, like, taking the limits off, I know for me, well, I used to because I don't have it anymore. I used to have an issue with, like, um, in my mind, it was where it would start, like, limiting what I thought that I couldn't do or why I couldn't do certain things because, oh, well, that's not my background. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't approach this idea or this person or this situation because you know I don't know everything about it maybe and just placing my own limits on certain situations when that's not that's not that shouldn't be how it is and I think that has a lot to do with fear and why we put our limits on a lot of things because we fear the unknown and so we already have this preconceived notion of what can happen especially if you're stepping into new territory 
Right. So that fear comes in and that fear is like, okay, well, no, you can't do that or you can't do this or you shouldn't do that. And that's what you, you limit yourself and you can sometimes, maybe a lot, a lot of the times, uh, prevent yourself from walking into something great because you have these self-made limits going on in your head. And, do you, um, do you mm-hmm. always think that they're, um, that they're always self-made or do you think like some of these things are like generational like um like do you think that other people's words kind of manifest into you limiting yourself or the things that happened before you like the generation before you oh well you know my mom was this way so I can only be this much because this is how I was raised do you think like that plays a, a, a part in it as well yeah, I absolutely do. I do uh, believe that because as a kid and you you grow up here, whatever you hear, of course, is going to be, you know, ingrained inside of you, right. which is why a lot of times as adults, we have to do a lot of detoxing from what we grew up. A lot of people have to go through like a detox and unlearn everything that they've been learned from childhood because it ended up being toxic information or it ended up not serving them as adults. So I definitely agree. Like, like it can be generational. And I think that it has to go back, you know, dealing with black people as well, because we were always in like a like a slave um, being slaves or being told what we were not knowing, not knowing that we were so great. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like being told for generations and years and years that, oh, you just a. you just a nigga or you just a this or you can't do this and right. having all of that stripped from us. So people, because they knew our greatness, but they got to us first. So we wouldn't see our greatness because guess what happened? Once we started seeing our greatness, we started revolting, right? Or we started talking back and we started taking up for ourselves, right? Right. I really do believe, and that can go on for generations. Like, people don't believe it, but that's, like, a part of generational curses or, like, that kind of slave mentality is real, which is why you definitely have to, uh, like, detox from it or find about different ways to encourage yourself or whatnot. Right. Not saying it's an excuse, but it's, it's, it's real. It's the truth. It happens. And I think that it's, it's, it manifests in different ways, like, over time, like you were saying about... um like how it's probably started like during slavery and Mm -hmm. think about times where um i'll give you an example because this is something i hear often um when people say oh you can't stay in a certain part of town because that's the quote-unquote white people neighborhood or Mm -hmm. um people assume or they'll say things like oh she drive that type of car or uh I, you know, you hear it all the time, like, how do, how they pay for that? Or that's stuff that white people do. Or that's what the other people do. Like, those type of thoughts, even though they are kind of sort of passed down, um, that's limiting yourself. Because no matter how much you could retweet, requote, post all the memes you want, but honestly, and I, I, I think I say this in every episode, like the love hate relationship I have with social media, social media makes it so easy for us to do what is popular. Everybody reposts, everybody tag tagging people, everybody posting the positive memes. But let's be realistic. How many people are actually living by the things that they post? 
how many people sit at a job for years and they feel like, oh, because I don't have this degree, I don't have these credentials. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm, this is the only thing that I'm capable of doing. Oh, they gave me a little 30 cent raise. I'm doing good at this. And this is what I, you know, they may not say it, but those thoughts, thoughts are self-limiting. You feel like, um, like certain things are achievable for other people and all you can do is cheer those people on because we tend to think that we're not um, qualified enough or those are things that can only happen to other people. And those are self-limiting beliefs as well, you know? And so one of the things I mentioned earlier about being mindful of the people that you hang around um, and how those things can cause you to start limiting yourself is because I've encountered this a lot um, with people who fake encourage you. And they may encourage you to do things. You ever see the quote like uh, people want you to do good but not better than them? And hmm. sometimes you can be listening to someone who you feel like they're a friend, but they're they're implanting things or thoughts or ideas in your mind that may cause you to limit yourself like oh girl you want that car girl you know how much you're gonna have to make to do this so your credit score needs to be this so your i'll give you a prime example uh the movie we just watched uh shout out to tyler perry a fall from grace yeah, uh, yeah. spoiler alert okay <laughs> Uh, so here go five seconds of silence if you have not seen it go watch the movie and come back and listen to the rest of the episode <laughs> but, five four three two one alright okay continue with your spoiler that lady uh, thought that she was confiding in a friend she thought her friend was encouraging her to get back on her feet to get you know to rekindle her love life and the lady to a certain degree now granted it was a little bit more into the movie but the lady, when she got to jail, in her mind, she felt like she was going to take a plea deal because that's all that she was good for. And it, mm. it kind of all stemmed from something that her friend was kind of like rubbing her in the back enough for her not to be able to feel her stabbing her in the back, if that makes sense. So those are... Um, I'm I'm really big nowadays. It, it was a Shavano tell you a long time for me to be able to um not trust everybody, but a lot of connections that I had, a lot of relationships that I had caused me to have uh thoughts that were limiting my success and my, and definitely my growth. So that's me. That's that's that. <laughs> You made some uh really good points, especially when you brought up the um the Tyler Perry situation yeah. and how like the signs are usually there, but we can't see it. Right. That's the the, the scary part about it too. Right. And then, but not only that, what happens is you know we have this this history of limiting ourselves right mm -hmm. and so we're so used to saying okay well i can't do this because of this and then that self limit rolls over to you putting your own limitations on god you know what i'm saying <laughs> or you don't want to ask god because you feel as though i'm not 
worthy. I mean, you may not tell that to yourself, but in so many words, come on now, that's basically what it is. Right. You know, you're saying, well, I'm not going to ask this because I don't deserve that or I'm not worthy or why would I do that? Or no, we put our worldly limits, society limits on a supernatural God. Wow. So because we don't, because we think this way, of course, we're not going to pray. We're going to pray to him on how we see things on our level. When God is, girl, light years and way far beyond our level, we're thinking, we're thinking, um, you know, like, what can I say? We're thinking, okay, let me just get a Honda Accord. And God is like, girl, I got a Maybach for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? You, right. I know, and the Honda Accord is a very good car. That's my car, right? But, <laughs> but it's like, like, no shade to no Honda Accord drivers. Like, I'm going to continue to get my Hondas along with my Teslas because I, Hondas are very good cars. But what I'm saying is, like, that's how the, the limits right. happen, you know? And in the Bible, it says, you have not because you ask not then you have like the religious folks or they make you feel bad sometimes if you're, if you're doing good, you know what I'm saying? Or if you come with your nice car or with your nice clothes on or, or with this or with that, you know, but what I've been learning too is that it says, God said, God wants you to be abundant. He wants you to have like a, a great, he wants you to live large. He wants you to have a lifestyle, but because we're thinking in our own mind and we're thinking about what society says. Society says, okay, you have to have a master's in order to do this, or you have to know this person or that person in order for you to be able to, you know, have this kind of opportunity awarded to you. Right. But it's like, God is like, all you need is me. If you want this, ask about it, but don't just ask. You have to mean it. You have to believe that he'll be able to do it. Right. And take your limits off of him. Girl, listen. I'm, I'm just about saying. to shout. This is how many weeks <laughs> do we have like these conversations, like <laughs> listening to um sermons about about this. And I'm telling you, everything that she is saying, like everything that we talk about on these podcasts is not just us sitting down, like pulling a topic out of a hat. Like you have to understand that these are real life situations that Siobhan and mm-hmm. I go through and in the middle of us going through stuff and shouting and having a testimony, we like, you know what? That's going to be a topic because yep. this is, is literally everything that um, I think that everything that Siobhan and I are living right now is literally taking the limits off. I think for the both of us, everything on paper makes absolutely no sense. On paper, it might be those things that people, oh, you trying to do that? Girl, don't nobody do that. That's impossible hmm. to do. Girl, you gotta do you gotta do this to be able to do that. You gotta know this to be, you know, know this person to be able to do that. And I I I think Siobhan will agree with me that everything that has come to fruition in both of our lives right now are things that to man has seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. Or has seemed like, listen, girl, listen. Okay, okay. I'm getting teary-eyed, but I'm telling you, like, so many, so many. I'll tell you this without telling you this. So I had a situation um, with one of my kids 
a few months ago. And man said no, like capital letters, no, like every door I knocked on was closed. And I just refused to give up. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not accepting no, not accepting no. And I prayed about it. I wrote it in my journal. I think when it when it actually happened the way that it, it should have happened in the way that I wanted it to happen. I think, did I send you a picture of my journal? Because I was that excited. Or was this something? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Journal's you send me a picture of your journal all the time when something comes <laughs> But I'm telling you, literally, and and at the time when this was happening, this wasn't a take the limits off situation. This was a okay, God, listen. This I I know you know. On paper, it looks like it's a no. Everybody's saying no. This looks like a a complete dead end. I just have to accept defeat. You know, it it was one of the hardest things as a parent I had ever been through. And um, when I tell you. I just had faith in God and how it ended up turning out was beyond what I thought it was because I was trying to settle. I was trying to to negotiate and say, okay, if you do this, then I'm okay with this part. And that's not how God wanted it. And And when I tell you... you Negotiation is limited too. Like, listen, you do this. Yes. And we all have been there. We all have bargained with God. Like, God, okay, listen, I know I asked you for this, but God, can you, I, I know I asked you for 50000 but all right, God, look, it ain't happened yet. Can you just give me 10000 Like, we all do that. Like, yep. we, we all do that. We all kind of get weary in our waiting. And because we have limited beliefs, and we believe what Susie may say can happen, or um, th- this is another thing I'm bad at doing. Oh, that can't happen for me because I got a homegirl that did it and, it and it worked like this for her. You know, um, and sometimes we have to remember that it's okay for us to get advice from our friends, but your situation is not your friend. And sometimes you making yourself parallel to what your friend went through is limiting the possibility for you. Um, so, and I do that all the time. Like all the time. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. But see, back in 99, my homegirl did it. And um, <laughs> and, and it happened like X, Y, Z with my homegirl. And I'm telling you, in in a, a literal, like a recent situation, bro, like, you know the situation, Siobhan, but in a, a, a very recent situation, I, uh, no, we ain't going to be able to do that because, see, my homegirl went through it and it didn't happen for her. And so I know it's not going to be able to happen for us. It's not going to be, nope. Mm-mm. And that's why you have to get people around you that that's able to snap you out of that foolishness. Because sometimes that's exactly what it is. And you're right. You're so right. That's exactly what it is. We don't have to post. Um, I just thought about this. I mean, we cool with everybody on podcast. So I just thought about this. We're going to have to post a meme you sent me the other day that was like, uh, God watching you. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was right on point. Yeah, that was all time. Um, post that to social media because it's like a real. It's a oh, how God looks at you after you start receiving the very things you were worried about not getting. Right. 
<laughs> that was the perfect meme because it's so true. It's a, it's a picture of a little boy sitting there with like this little smile on his face, like looking proud, like, mm-hmm, you thought I forgot about you, didn't yeah. you, baby? Like one of those kind of looks. But and it's so because you can just imagine God sitting up there, like, man, look at him, just look at him. Look, that that watch just sprinkle dust or whatever, and it happens. Right. And then he sees you praising, oh, thank you, God, thank you. He's just looking at you like, I had you all along, baby. It's all right. You know? But then that's not, and then again, that's that's like what you were saying, outside influences, whether it's friends, whether it's social media, whether it's coworkers, that can taint our perception of Man. what is. Like we were saying the other day, that we it's like we had it all wrong all this time. Like <laughs> people say life is hard. Life is a, a B word or whatnot. Life is hard. No, life is not hard. You know, and as the more we we grow, and then you know, I know for you and I, especially on like this spiritual journey, the more we grow, the more you see that life is as hard as you make it. Yeah, we're going to go through our trials, our tribulations, our, our rain, you know, the storms, all of that kind of stuff. But it's just a matter of how you respond to it. Right. right. It's and your it's- reaction that matters. Not It's not what's happening to you. It's how you respond to what's happening to you. Right. And if you read or if you get a chance to read the book that we recommended from the last episode, Radical Forgiveness. It literally talks about how taking the bad things that have happened in your life and looking at it from a different perspective and appreciating the fact that everything that you go through in life is what your soul needs to grow. And yep. so, but if you're limiting how you believe, if you feel like, um, let's see, I'll give an example. If you feel like, if you're walking around mad at the world and you feel like, oh, xyz happened to me because uh my baby daddy not doing such and such i got evicted because my baby daddy not not helping me out with the kids okay and you don't realize that that could literally be god setting you up for something bigger more grand but because our thoughts are limited to believe that we need a job to take care of us and sustain us, we need somebody else's income to sustain us, we need to have this, we need, those are limiting thoughts. And that's limiting what God's able to do for you, too. Because, mm. you know, mm. this is mm. the thing. We can't say, asking ye shall receive, or what's, what you you just said, it was a quote out of the Bible, you know, God. You have not because you ask okay. not. So imagine if the same Bible that says, basically, all you have to do is ask, which basically says that God will give you what you ask for, right? Uh You going to God and you asking God for, like, I'll go back with what Siobhan said, you asking God for a Honda Accord. And nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with a Honda Accord, because everybody I know that has a Honda Accord, like, those things are like, man, they're the best. Like no, they're really. they're the best cars to ever get. Honda's and Acura's, they're the same people. Like, look, if you're you need a car that's gonna last you like twenty plus years, get you a Honda. <laughs> I'm actually looking for DJ Honda Accord as we speak. <laughs> yes, get it. But get it. 
if you're if if you're thinking on a level of this is the only thing that I can qualify for, this is the only way that I'm gonna be able to get this, Siobhan will tell you, I can't I went to Siobhan literally like five months ago, almost six months ago, and I had this whole plan. In six months, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. This is how I'm going to do it. If this hasn't happened in the six months, then I'm going to close these doors. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's so <laughs> funny. She's laughing because she knows. I promise you, my life is far more grand. And I'm not talking about money or I'm talking about peace. Like everything, my life is far more grand than I ever thought on this sheet of paper. I literally had them blown Siobhan's phone up because I'm like the type of person. Like I be, want, I want my friends to like gas me up because sometimes I'm limiting my thoughts, right? Like my my beliefs. I'm I'm feeling like okay, well, man, this is what I want to do, but in the back of my mind, I still have a lot of doubt. So literally, nothing that I thought this is how this is gonna pan out in a six month, and it's we're coming up on six months. Uh, that I thought that this is how I'm talking about, man, listen, I can't wait to share this testimony. Cause when I say God has literally blown my socks off, like you have no idea, like all I can say is this, the stuff that we talk about on these podcasts, are re- we need to start giving those type of disclosures at the front. At the beginning of the podcast. Right, right. Like a law and order. <laughs> like a law and order. Yes, like law and order. Like, yeah. Story for real. Based <laughs> upon. Like, I'm telling you. And and this is another thing that I have learned. I have no ill feelings towards anybody that I, in, in from my past or anybody that I've had relationships, friendships, whatever with that I no longer deal with because they all serve the purpose. That's the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what I will say is this. Sometimes it could be the people that you love the dearest that are, nobody can make you do anything that you do not want to do. However, you are your environment. You are the things that surround you. And if you're having the wrong conversations with people, those things can manifest and those things can cause you to limit your prayers limit your expectations from God and limit yourself so Mm. Mm. and Mm. we all know how I feel about social media so I'm not even going to get into that because those things are limited we know you have love hate relationship love super hate relationship with social media yes and I yes because People sometimes have life and BS all confused in that social media. Girl, now you're saying it all wrong. Go ahead and say it how they say it. Listen, is this like rated G or something? I don't know. You can't say because if I hear you curse, I'm going to pass up. I count on like one hand how many times I've heard Siobhan curse. What is, man, it's the truth. So listen, just take the limits off like and I know as women as parents we do that all the time and sometimes we put our own limits on our own kids without even realizing it or you can't do that because you're too young or you can't do that because you're too small or you know or you're not in the right grade or you have to be a certain you you know we we, in ways we pass that along to our children and then realizes that's going to start a whole nother cycle of generational um, limits 
we'll call it, that you're putting on these kids. And they're going to do that with their own kids, which is why you have to be careful and mindful of what you speak into your kids. Don't tell your kids, oh, you're too young for this, unless there's, you know, like drugs or alcohol or whatever, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, don't put your limits on your kids because you think you can't do something. Who's to say your kid is not family to accomplish things you never even dreamed you can do you know so don't but see, that's see. a whole nother episode because then we'll have to Ooh, talk about parents girl. being jealous of their kids oh oh that's the thing mm. yeah and what's the biggest uh self-limiting uh dialogue that black mamas have with their kids because my kids get on me about this all the time i'm gonna be real honest when you you if you're if you tell your kids that they can't do something, even if it's something that's wrong, I have learned a lot of parenting skills from my kids. You and your kids ask you why. I know that we we were taught not to ask your parents why. And you tell your kids, this is like black mama one on one because I said. <laughs> <laughs> My kids eat me up with that, and my kids would not allow me. I don't. I know people may think that sometimes my kids are a little bit um have more of a free will than you know we were raised to have. But I allow them to have their own personality. I don't. I try not to, and that's one of the things that I've learned from my kids. My kids would not allow me to tell them because I said so. Like they will not, especially my oldest. He's like, don't you think that? Uh, no. It started off. Can you just explain to me why? I would get mad and say, because I said so. And now that he's older, my oldest is 17, he'll ask me, don't you think that um, I deserve to have a reason why I can't do something? Ooh, child. Endure. Mm. <laughs> In your place, you are put. Ooh, child, that is right. Had he has every right to say that and to feel that way. He is absolutely. And it's not just. Dis- were, gr- were you raised to ask why? Heck no. <laughs> Girl, don't question me. Do as well. I'm not, my mama wasn't that strict with it. You know what I'm saying? If she wasn't like every single every single thing was don't question me or you know, because I said so. Right. But if I got on her nerves good enough, listen, just be, look, because I said so, all right? Now go ahead and some of But like my four-year-old Carter, see that Carter? Girl. That's his favorite <laughs> word now. Oh my God. What, That's why? all you why? But why? <laughs> but why? Mommy, why? Why? Why can't we do this? Girl. Yeah. That's his favorite word. That's all he says now. Yeah. For like months. It's just been why, why, why. And I'm like, you know what, baby? I don't know. Just, just, I don't know. And just not right now. If, <laughs> he, if, he doesn't leave it at that. He's like, but when? What? I don't understand. All right, Carter. Whatever. Just. But then that's how I raise my kids. Like, I don't want my kids to feel as though they have to limit themselves or they have to just, just accept what somebody tells them because they have. Uh, because they're older than what they are. I just because you're older doesn't mean you're wiser. You know, because my 11-year-old, she, that little child there has more wisdom than some 55-year-old people that I know. That girl, in the 5-year-old and the 4-year-old. So just because you have age, who Aaliyah said, huh? 
Age ain't nothing but a number. Age doesn't automatically give you ranking or give you wisdom. Right. And I don't think Aaliyah said that. I think oh boy said it, but Aaliyah sung it. But okay. (laughs) Oh, well, don't bring that name up in this day and age. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, girl. But she's whatever. She she sung it, though. But I think that we don't realize that that's like that can manifest into self-limiting in our kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can't cross the street. I don't know why my mama just told me I could. Yeah, so you're going to go through your whole life, like, confused. Like, you know, well, I can't cross. Well, why can't you cross the street? I don't know. Just because my mama said so. So <laughs> how would you look a 30-year-old person still not knowing the point of not crossing the street? Right. <laughs> You'll have to learn the hard way after you get hit because so, you want to figure out, well, why can't I cross this street? Let right. me just this cross without looking to see what happened. And bam, you're hit by a car. But if your mom would have just told you when you asked her, well, why not? That could have eliminated a whole hospital state, you right. know? So, Or if they have some riches on the other side of the street, you know? <laughs> they had a fortune on the other side of the street but you couldn't go over there your mama never told you why exactly exactly yeah. but so definitely... point, yeah so the point we're making this time around is take the limits off of yourselves and then in turn that'll allow you to take the limits off of god and then off of your kids and off your family and then watch how things just come together man listen Take them off. It's not going to hurt you to take the limits off. Actually, it may do you some good if you just stop thinking little or thinking what you can't do because of what you were told. Like my mom always used to say, that's why nobody pays you to think. Mm. And that might have been self limited and purposes, we're going to say that my mama, shout out to Riwi, uh, <laughs> like my nephew called her, uh, that my mom was basically saying, get out your own head. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. yeah we're going to control that narrative and flip it to that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, the quote of the week is you begin to fly when you let go of self-limiting beliefs and allow your mind and aspirations to rise to greater heights. Mm. 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 Man, oh man. Mm-mm. Then the book of the week, or maybe two weeks, because who knows? Oh, let me be quiet, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> The book of the week is called uh, Discerning the Voice of God, How to Recognize When God is Speaking by Priscilla Schreier. Really good book on how to listen and hear him and just get in your quiet space and listen to him so he can tell you, take the limits off of me and let me do what I'm supposed to do. And then I want to throw in a song too. There's this song. I don't You better not sing it. Oh, you don't want me to sing it? Hold on. No. <laughs> right ahead and do it then. It's called uh, <laughs> Enlarge My Territory. Who is it by? Oh. You know that song? Oh. They take the limits off. No limits. 
Um, no, limits, no boundaries. I was. I stopped this. I'm just going to talk it. No limits, uh, no boundaries. I think Who is it? Israel Harden. Okay, that's right. That's right. That is him. Listen to that song too after you listen to this podcast and get into that moment and just take the limits off and so you can enlarge your territory. And I have a surprise announcement. We're <gasps> going to have another episode next week because Siobhan just tried to limit me and saying it was going to be two weeks. So <laughs> we're going to drop episodes back to back like Drake. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Take the limit off. I had to say it. Sorry. I was going to do it. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, you guys, because Sharon loves to sing and nobody ever <laughs> let me not she limit put on my vocal skills. I can sing. She just doesn't know it yet. She doesn't if, know it yet, but I can sing. If y'all roll into my web and Siobhan is singing, just know that I believe in my friend and I we took all the limits off. Oh. Oh. All right, you guys, this was fun. It was, it was. I love it. Oh, well, we'll talk to y'all next week. Hi, Al. Next week. Take the limit. Don't call me L. You I don't know heard. have people calling me L. Y'all, we'll see y'all next week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace out. Bye.